welcome to this podcast edition of Consider It Blacklit. I am Kim, your host, and we will have extended conversations about film, television, and stage plays that we cover on the television show Consider It Blacklit. Those not familiar with the show can find out more information by going to YouTube and searching for our channel Consider It Blacklit, and you will see all the archived episodes. There's also information on where the television show is broadcast. Today on this podcast, we will discuss the 1958 classic film, Anna Lucasta, starring Eartha Kitt and Sammy Davis Jr. Let me give you a little outline of the story. Joe Lucasta, the patriarch of a Los Angeles family, learns that an old friend Otis has sold a farm in Alabama, distributing the proceeds to his children. Otis's son Rudolph is bringing his share to California, where Otis has asked Joe to find Rudolph a wife. Joe's son Stanley and his son-in-law Frank hope to get the money by being the ones to find him a wife. Now Joe's wife Teresa suggests their youngest daughter Anna, who Joe actually put out of the house sometime earlier. Teresa believes Anna is good and sees a chance for her to get a fresh start by connecting her with a good man like Rudolph. Now Stanley, Frank, and Frank's wife Stella regard Anna as, let's say, a woman of the streets, but will try to make her seem respectable to deceive Rudolph, all in a ploy to get their hands on that money. Joe, the father, objects to Anna coming back, but the family eventually convinces Joe to go and bring Anna home. Anna comes back. She hits it off with Rudolph. But a man from her past, played by Sammy Davis Jr., shows up and the shenanigans begin. I love this movie. Today, to help me discuss the film, we have a longtime friend of mine, a writer. She's the author of this book, Beautylicious, The Black Girl's Guide to the Fabulous Life. Janine Rains. Welcome, Janine. Thank you, Kim. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you're here. But before we talk about the movie, mm -hmm. why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Well, Kim, as you know, I'm a writer, mm -hmm. author, and now I'm working on a, a new website called 50 Bold, which, of course, was inspired somewhat by the great Eartha Kitt, one of my favorite dolls, because we want to we want to talk about aging fabulously. And Eartha did that. Eartha yes. most certainly did that. She definitely did mm -hmm. that. So let's get to the movie. It's a 1958 film. It's a remake of uh, uh, Anna Lucasta that had an all-white cast like nine years earlier. But they redid it with Sammy Davis Jr. starring in it and Eartha Kid, and they redid the dialogue. So let's talk a little bit about some of the characters uh, in the movie. There was the father, the person who threw Anna out of the house. Um, he was self-righteous, but he was also a drunk. Tell me what you thought about this A character. mean drunk, girl. <laughs> a mean drunk. But uh, the father's character was actually the most interesting because you really wanted to know what the motivation was. The man had, well, not that this is new to any of us, the man had the bottle in one hand and he's the Bible and he's worrying about going to hell. But uh, you did the most egregious thing. You threw your daughter out. Exactly. <laughs> and sent her to the life, I guess, of prostitution. A prostitu or, right. You know, Which they didn't want to say. Yeah. You know, but it was in 1958. <laughs> right. Yeah, they didn't want to say. So what about the mother, Teresa? Oh, uh, the mother. The, you know, the mother loved her daughter. The mother missed her, Anna. And so the mother was saintly. Yeah, she actually was. And then she, um, I feel like I saw her someplace before. She looked familiar to me. I couldn't place that. Not the mother. 
I tell you who you've seen before. Who is that? That you've seen um, Anna Lacosta's sister. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. You're right. So her sister Stella. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what what did we see her before? We know her. We young dolls. We know her as Mama Winslow from Family Matters. Oh, she okay. was Carl's mother. Oh wow! Yeah, she was a distinguished. She was a distinguished actress in her own right. Even though Eartha and um, Sammy Davis Jr. were the marquee names, Rosetta Lenoir mm -hmm. was uh, an established actress herself. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. It's good to know she was working back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about the character of Frank? That was um, Stella's husband, but he also was the brother-in-law of Anna. And it seemed like he was calling the shots, but that wasn't even his house. That wasn't his house, and he was oily, oily as they come, <laughs> oily as they came. And everybody was listening to him, so I guess, what, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. And then there was Stanley, Anna's brother. Yeah, a little um, needing a backbone, but yeah. Yeah, he just, it seemed like he just went along with whatever Frank said. He did, yeah. went going along to get along. Right, and then there was Kate, his wife. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she seemed to be a voice of reason. Oh, because she was, yes, yes. She was sweet, and she, she I think she got the dynamics of everything in the household. Right, right. <laughs> so as the story goes, the father gets a letter from an uh, old friend from Alabama saying that I'm going to send my son up there, Rudolph, to find a wife. That's right. Because um, all the young people in their town moved up north and there weren't any suitable prospects. But he also said that Rudolph had $4,000 with him. <laughs> Let's talk about the reaction of the family <laughs> when they found that out. Right, because you, again, you want to say, oh, Otis Slocum, why did you mention that? Mm -hmm. But okay, but he did. So, the, um, of course, Oily Frank was on top of that. He heard all he heard was four thousand dollars, and how can we set this up? Mm -hmm. Then um, brother fell right in line because he he saw a convertible in his future. So now it's like, yeah, how can we set it up? And then saintly mother was like, this is a good chance for Anna to come back home, back into the fold, and clear her name, mm -hmm. get married, and become a respectable a very respectable woman because mm -hmm. that was the goal in 1958. Because originally they were naming all these people from the church. What about Pastor So and So's daughter? Right, right. Mm -hmm. They were going down the list. You mm -hmm. know, nah, not her. No, not her. And the mother's like, let's cut to the chase. Anna's cute. She's she's smart, mm -hmm. and so she's not doing so well right now. But he could give her a good cleanup. Right. And they all went along with it, but not for the same reasons that the mother did. They were like, okay, we can trick Anna into right. to thinking that, you know, that's his lost love of his life, and we right. can get the money from him. Right. If it's, this is the easiest way to get 4000 then I'm down with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm -hmm. eventually, uh, Frank forces the father, who was just dead set against Anna being there at all, mm -hmm. to go get Anna. Right. Um, and originally, she didn't want to go because she was all involved with Sammy Davis's character. Right. Who, first, it seemed like he was offering her a home in a different way. But when she brought up marriage, Sammy Davis was like, I didn't say anything about marriage. Right. Tell me what you thought about that whole situation. Well, you know, first I was like, okay, this, that, first I thought that was interesting. I was like, wow, 1958. And then I thought about him like, no, things never change. Mm -hmm. No, you know, he was offering a shack up, so he knew where his good stuff was. But... He didn't think it was that great that it, she, he should marry it. So that's that's pretty much how he interpreted that. Right, right. You know. Because I was like, at first I was like, oh, Sammy Davis Jr. is trying to make her respectable. 
But then it was like no. marriage. Right, right. No, it's just I, I just need to know where my good time girl is. Right, exactly. And he basically, I think they made references to this in a movie mm. that you just want somebody to cook your meals. And that's all he wanted, and mm -hmm. she wanted a roof over her head. So, to be honest with you, it was actually it was a, win, a winning combination. Right. So she comes back home, and the family, really Frank and Stanley, get really excited <laughs> about <laughs> the prospect of four thousand yeah. dollars because. Um, what does Frank do? He goes and buys a sign. Right, Frank buys a sign, and then Stanley's out there with the new, the new car. Right. It was funny because Frank always had junk in the front yard, but it was he called it Frank's antique, antiques, and he put his picture on, on right, the right, sign. Right, right, because Frank's. I mean, and when you listen to the conversation, Frank's the old-fashioned hustler that to totally bought into American capitalism. That's right. what he was talking about. Exactly. And then Stanley went and got his convertible. And every yeah, like you said, they were all oily. <laughs> they really were. So it's interesting. So when Rudolph Slocum comes to town, they get surprised because they find out he's a college-educated fraternity boy. Mm -hmm. And they realized that it wasn't going to be so easy to con him out of his money. Money, Tell right. Me what you thought about that. <laughs> I said, oh, he's an A&T boy, North Carolina A&T, Florida A&T. He mm -hmm. was agricultural technical. Well, no, agricultural and technical. But, um, no, they, they got nervous because they thought that. Um, it would be hard to get the, get um, it would be hard to get him to part with his money, and they might not. He would see Anna for who she was. Now, personally, I was sitting up there, and I was like, "Weren't there some women at um, North Carolina A and T <laughs> that could have appreciated him?" But you know, again, I got to go along with the flow of the movie, right? So I'm going to yeah, say the funny. answer was no. Yeah. You know, because uh, Rudolph <laughs> was kind of fine too. Yeah, he was good looking. So yeah, like I said, you really were like. There wasn't anybody at the school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then the movie wouldn't have been the movie. <laughs> How about it? Yeah. So he gets there, and he takes one look at Eartha Kitt, and he just falls in, in love, love with her. Yeah. But I think the family got a little annoyed because Eartha was like, he got $4,000? Well, let me work my charms. Right, right, yeah. right. Now, they, they weren't expecting that. And I don't know why. She came out to say she came from the same family. Why they wouldn't think she wouldn't want in on some money? Exactly. I, I didn't get that. <laughs> Especially you just came off the street. I'd be the first one wanting some money. Exactly. That didn't make any sense. I but. know that was funny. <laughs> but it was interesting when um, Rudolph first came to the house. How the family acted a monkey fool. The father came home drunk <laughs> and swinging and swinging. Yes. And falling on the floor. Yeah. Uh, tell me what you thought about that. I thought I couldn't believe the father. I thought that he'd want to make a better impression for um his his friend his good friend's son. Mm -hmm. I, I I just I, that I just thought was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Funny though, but ridiculous. ridiculous, ridiculous. But even with seeing that, he fell in love with Anna, and Anna confessed to her, you know, her past, and he still fell in love with her and wanted to marry her. I thought that was admirable, but... Oh, I did too, and because, yeah. I mean, I would have stretched that out longer about my past, but I, I had to respect her. That was a that was a 2017 move. Right. Yeah, it was, it was. So let's talk about, because I know um, when, I, when I do these shows, I like to relate it to social issues. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about um, women who are promiscuous versus women who um, are empowered by their sexuality. Mm -hmm. Tell me what you thought. Tell me what you think about that. Well, the thing, as it applies to the movie, I didn't think it was a case of her being empowered by her sexuality because when you listen to the story about why she was thrown out, 
All she wanted to do was dance, and her father had a real problem with it. And the father's extreme um, response to everything really made you think. Made me think the story was more about abuse, sexual a more abuse, sexual abuse yeah. than, than anything else. Not that you know she she's like I want to be with Bob and Joe, and it was more you know it was something he, the father was doing to her or that uh, the response that she was bringing out of him that he didn't like, that right. he had to get rid of. Yeah, it just seemed like there was more to it because it seemed, like you said, over and beyond him throwing her out, mm -hmm. it seemed like he was tortured by, by something. By something, right. Because yeah. I think there was that was, that was part of the reason he was drinking. I didn't think it was, you know, a coincidence that he was an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And again, an alcoholic that's always worried about the Bible. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. And like I said, uh, Rudolph eventually married her, but the father tried to sabotage it. What do you, tell me what you think about that. I thought that was kind of crazy because everybody seemed to be getting what they want. I, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that at all. It's just like the father was still helping, or, which again, it, 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 it said that there was something more going on because he was still helping on her not being happy. Right. Because right. I'm like, you got what you wanted out of this, you know. Old Otis Slocum, his friends should be happy. The sons have everybody's happy. So, mm -hmm. what's the problem? You've got four thousand. Now you got part of four thousand. You can get more beer. What's the problem? Right. So it goes back to our our our, our um, a speculation that it could have been some abuse there because that kind of made kind of fills in the blanks a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Because you definitely feel like something's missing. Like you're not telling us the whole story. Right. It's a big chunk of it's missing now. Part of it. It seems, and I don't know whether we'd have to read the book. I don't know if the book said anything, but half of it would partially be. It, uh, a lot of it would be because of the time that the movie was done, and they didn't want to. They, they were like, it kind of sounds incestuous, but certainly we don't want to be putting that out there in the movie. So in 1958, in 1958, yeah. you know, yeah. or, or you know, taking a stand. Now we're so used to people taking a stand and saying they were sexually abused, but you have to remember that that's a relatively new new thing, you yeah, know, yeah. that came about really, you know, when we were coming along. Right, right, right. Which was yesterday. Today, that's absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, um, the the acting in this movie was phenomenal. One of my favorite scenes was the, the fight between Anna, Eartha Kid, and Danny, Sammy Davis Jr.'s character. I mean, Eartha gave as much as she got. Oh, abso yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Um, and it's the beginning of you see that Sammy Davis was not just like the silly, the silly um, good time sailor. He was also kind of thinking he was actually thinking about his future. But you also knew that Anna was blowing through his money because she was um, painfully unhappy and tortured. Right. Exactly. Because after they got married, let me tell me what you thought about Anna running out on the wedding. I felt like that was kind of like a punk move, like, you know, you should have stuck. You already confessed to your husband your past, mm -hmm. um, but you still ran out. Well, I kind of got that because once she got the information that the father went and, um, you know, the father went to the dean and was like, <laughs> she may be sleeping with the students. Yeah, and you realize that, you know, especially as long as the father's alive, you're never going to get a break. And mm -hmm. the, the slut title is always going to follow you, thanks to your father. You know, so she. So it might have almost been a, um, a self, a sacrificing move for Rudolph. You know, mm -hmm. like no, you don't, you don't deserve all of this. Right, right, right. And her running off with Sammy Davis Jr.'s character was like, you know what, this is the best I'm gonna get. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. 
Because at one point he was like, I'm going to go to Brazil or someplace. She was like, right. take me with take you. you. Right, because she wants to get as far away from this this life and this title as possible. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. So let's talk about um, Sammy Davis, you know, they threw in, you know, because he was a dancer, they right. threw in this little montage of him dancing <laughs> and tap dancing. What did you think about that? I thought that was awesome. Now, you know what, Kim? I was on the other side of the fence with that. Really? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and this has to do with what? You know, I mean, they gave us a little tease of the dance when everybody was tripping and they were going through every nightclub in San, in San Diego. I got it. I, I, I don't know. The little montage, the, the little montage didn't do anything for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Go, Sammy. Go, Sammy. <laughs> but let's talk, also talk about, uh, there was a character in the bar, Blanche. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She was the old... <laughs> prostitute it was she was hilarious you can come stay with me Anna. <laughs> poor poor Blanche Blanche was just the, that representation of okay this is not a good look when you get older mm -hmm. this is not where you want to be out on the street because Blanche is she's still she's still scratching around the the John Thorne is interested she can't get free drinks like Anna can she can't, she got a bum cigarettes off of people. I mean, and, <laughs> you know, and she was at, Blanche was at the end of the road, really. Right. It was funny, but it was very sad. Cause it was. Because like, wow, this is Anna's future if she doesn't go it, home. Right, yeah. if she don't shape up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, she had Rudolph there. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny, Blanche. So um, let's talk about, there was another character in there I thought was very interesting. When Sammy Davis Jr. first came to the bar, mm -hmm. he had a friend with him. Mm -hmm. And it almost like his friend was trying to talk some sense into him because the friend was like, why don't you marry her? Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, I thought the friend was the voice of reason. The friend was the voice of reason. Now, he because it, it, the friend almost was like, wow, you're getting a real great deal. She's pretty. She looks like she's intelligent. What are you doing? And she could do the mambo. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Um so, like mm -hmm. I had said earlier, this movie was rewritten for all black cast, and they had mm -hmm. some great dialogue in there. So, like, I just want to tell you some of my, my favorite lines. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> when Sammy Davis Jr. found out that Anna had got married, mm -hmm. and she was <laughs> like, his name is Rudolph. He was like, you married a guy named Rudolph. That's not a name. That's a cigar. A cigar. <laughs> <laughs> and the other line, this is one of Frank's lines. Um, when Frank the, had a couple of yeah, them. Yeah, he had a, a couple of them. When the um, the friend from down south wrote to the father, mm -hmm. Frank goes, I hope he's not asking for old clothes because we wear them. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. It was right. hilarious. So um, let's talk about the character in the bar. I call him the 1958 pimp. Remember, he was trying to get Anna to come work at his club. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, Suave, Suave Bola, they would go up north. And Anna's just like, he just kept talking, and he's smooth, and mm -hmm. like, he's just as smooth as they come. And Anna's just like, no, she wasn't having any of it because it's mm -hmm. just like, you know what? You're not speaking plain enough for me. What do you mean, hostess? Do you really mean a hostess? What are we, what are we talking about yeah. here? And I thought the dialogue was kind of racy for mm -hmm. back then, yeah. Yeah, she was like, what do you mean? What it, you know, and what comes after that? You know what comes after that? Right. What are we doing next? Yeah. You know, take, take me through this. Take yeah. me through this. And then mm -hmm. at the end of the day, she just burnt him in a net when he was trying to grab her and get rough with right, her. Get rough with her. Right. So also letting us know that it wouldn't be peaches and cream if she had gone to work at his club. Exactly. Because I almost was thinking, they set it up th making you think that she may actually go work in a club. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad she didn't. Right, she right, right. She had enough sense for that. 
Yeah, I heard that uh, Eartha Kitt used to go out with Sammy Davis Jr. She did, Kim. She did. Now, they were broken up by the time they had um, they were doing Ana Lucasta. But she she went out with Sammy Davis Jr. She liked him as a person, but the, believe it or not, she didn't think he was all that bright. So she... <laughs> <laughs> she, she, you know, she. When she met him, he was reading comic books, and you know, he didn't know anything about art. And she, like, again, she was a very smart, um, self-taught woman. Mm. You know, so he really appreciated those things about her. And then I think at the time she was going with, she, um, she was also madly in love with Arthur Lowe, who is the uh, whose father owned Lowe's Lowe Cinema. Oh wow! Yeah. Now, of course. We already know what what Arthur Lowe looks like, and so we know that did not that did not come to any great end. <laughs> but you know, but she did she did go out and stand with Sammy Davis Jr. and they were good friends. Right, because they definitely had chemistry in this mm -hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. You know, with the mambo in and the hug. Right, and right, right. Listen to that. Yeah. Because yeah. when you think about it, those were both two powerhouse performers too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, and their performances were. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, yes. Definitely. So it was interesting that everybody was living in that one house. Um, they had made reference to like the economy being bad. And it just seemed like the women were the ones going out doing the work. Well, okay. Hard to say. Now, everybody being in the one house almost made sense. To, almost made sense to me because they moved from down south. They moved to the west to, uh, Calif to California. Um, so everybody's in the same house till I guess they, you know they could get on you know they could get on their feet. What could Stella do? She's pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, Katie, you know, and the women were doing the traditional women thing. So I guess everybody was making the best of the situation because I'm trying to think if this movie was around the same time period because even the wealthy whites like um, in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, I think they were all in the same house as well. Yeah. So that wasn't um, that, that surprising wasn't at that time. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they were mm -hmm. definitely having economic problems because, you know, when they heard about that $4,000, it was like like a light bulb went well, off. Well, on everybody's head. head. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? It's always greed, always greed. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and they had no shame. And these are people no. who go to church every Sunday. I, I, how about it? And had no problems trying to con, really, Scheme. literally trying to con him out of, out of his, his money. money. Scheming on the man's money. Right. So remember when Frank said, um, yeah. He went to college. He pulled a fast one on us. <laughs> oh, Mr. Slocum didn't tell us his son went to college. Right. Now I'm going to have to try to get the money through enticing him into an investment. So there was this whole scene where he was trying to trick Rudolph into investing, investing. in some tractors. Right, right, right. <laughs> but he didn't. But he wasn't ready for Rudolph because again, I'm making light of A A and T. North Carolina A and T. It was North Carolina. <laughs> the bottom line was they were learning uh, science of agriculture and so on and so forth. So he didn't know who John Deere was, and it's scary that I would know who that is because I'm a northerner. Right. But he didn't know any of, you know, what was going on in uh, the changes that were being made in farming. Ergo, why would I invest with you? You right. don't even know what we're talking like, about. You know, those automatic plows. Mm -hmm. And Ritter was like, what? what? The tractor? The tractor, <laughs> right. It's like, come on and get with the program. And he was like... Uh, what is it, beers? He was like, yeah, yeah, beers. And then Rudolph starts spurting out some um, some facts about that. Right. And he was like, oh, well, I see this is not going to work. Right, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, but like we said, Frank was as oily as they came. And Frank was, uh, you know, he's the epitome of good old crass capitalism at its best. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
But the movie was really good. It was funny. Yes, um, it was. That it definitely was funny. Uh, it was touching um, because let's talk about the last scene um, when she had run out on Rudolph of her wedding. She mm -hmm. was hanging out with Sammy Davis Jr.'s character, the streetwise sailor. Right. And she spent up his money. What did he say? She spent up six months worth of pay, pay in right. one week. Right. So she remembered that Rudolph had given her some money. That's right. So they snuck back in the house and. When they were leaving, they could hear her father moaning. Mm -hmm. And she was ready to go. But Sammy Davis was like, uh, you going to just leave him there? Go on in the room. So, you know, they had this little touching scene. And it was interesting how Sammy just got up and left her there. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mm -hmm. thought that I thought that was um, great because it also showed that Sammy just wasn't, you know, shucking and jiving, you know, jiving, jive talking. He was, he did have a heart. Mm -hmm. And um, he, he was, he said, no, you need to go in there and investigate that. And then when he saw, when it sounded like maybe something more was going on, okay, it didn't look right, but he was right. Mm -hmm. He got in his cab and left. Right. And, but part of me also thinks that he wasn't that righteous, that he may have been thinking, you know what, this may be more than it's cut out to be. You know, yeah, he's well, got all these yeah. emotional issues, yeah. plus she spends up my money. Right. Because if you notice, when he get, right before he got in the cab, he kind of just kind of chuckled like, okay, I'm leaving all this mess behind. You know right, right. No, and, that, and that's true, too. But, again, I, I couldn't be, who could be mad at him for that? Mm -hmm. Who could be mad at him? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I like how when Rudolph was coming back from church with the family, he mm -hmm. saw Sammy Davis driving off alone. Mm -hmm. And he got excited and ran to the and house. And he, he ran to the house. Now, you know what, Kim, I, I, I got to be honest. Now, that, that part was a touch on the sappy side for me because I'm like, she left you high and dry on the wedding day, on the wedding day, wasn't even wedding night, on the wedding day. And, you know, I that, that was just a little much for me, but that yeah, was just me. But, I mean, I also know that they, you know, how how do we end this? Right. And we want this to end happy. So. Yeah. And I liked it. I'm a hopeless romantic. You know, I like the fact that the man ran to get his woman, no, no matter who she slept no, with. <laughs> no matter how many problems she had. No, no, it's yeah, true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, He was a man of, an, you know, to his word. He was going to stick no, that, by his yeah, wife. That, he was. Yeah, yeah. So as you can see, Janine and I absolutely <laughs> love this movie. Eartha Kitt and Sammy Davis Jr. tore it up. So you can find this movie, if you want to see it, on DVD on Amazon Prime. And if you're a DVD collector, this is definitely a movie that you want to keep for your collection. So until next time, consider yourself blacklit. Thank you.